Shut up and sit down. A push bike has made a big comeback, and that's terrific because riding push bikes is a really healthy pastime. Who did it? Lance Romance. Really? Lance, come here. It's week nine, and Lance is still making rookie mistakes. I want Lance to learn these things, because if he learns them, our whole crew benefits from it. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Check it out. Yeah, y'all, here we go again. Turn it up. Bring the noise. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von During. Bass, how low can you go? Hey, welcome back to the Dialed Podcast. I'm Jake Von During, and today I'm here with Evan Price. How is it going, folks? Good. Yes. <laughs> Good. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Hey, almost like interrupted him there. That was close. I wasn't sure if you're going to say something else, Matt. Sorry. Nope. Just what's up. And last but not least, Lance Epler. It's your local friendly Lance Romance. <laughs> local and friendly. And friendly. But mostly romantic. And maybe international. Homegrown. It's possible. Possible. Most importantly, <laughs> in the house. And local. in the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, let's backpedal. Matt. Okay. Um, you know, I had an absolutely good, I feel like I had a good week of training if we're talking about last week, you know, uh, <laughs> he's sitting here with hand sanitizer. So right I have, uh, that's not I just have, hand sanitizer. That's like I have a, like the, a vat. Of yeah. <laughs> I have about a vat of hand sanitizer next to me because, um, basically there's illness rolling through the house and I picked it up last year. Um, but you know, I, I was able to like put together all these decent workouts last week. I, um, I did some really hard stuff on the trainer, uh, which was good. And I was, you know, I rode with Lance once, which yeah. is kind of like the highlight of the week for sure. Boom. It, I mean, so we just rode like North in Hawkinson. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it was pretty uneventful. It was, it was, not, I mean, it was just it, nice to get was, out. Just it, me and Matt, the sun was shining. It was he nice. Texted me and says, Hey, are you going out for a, no, I said, are you going easy? <laughs> <laughs> I said yes. Did I? Yeah. Did I lie? He, he lied and said yes. <laughs> How many times did you get Lance, Matt? Uh, I don't, just you know maybe like four or so, <laughs> four or five. Oh, times. That's not too many. Yeah. It wasn't that it's bad. No. I mean, like I felt like we kept like a nice even pace, and then all of a sudden he'd be like itchy, and he need to get to, you know he need to go a little bit, which is fine. Yeah. It was a nice ride. It just wasn't. It wasn't a recovery ride because I had done some really, <laughs> which which is you know Sorry. going going back to my week, it was like this is a great like I had some really good hard workouts. Um, where it turns out that I had my FTP set, you know, you can set your FTP for these workouts and then the whole workout's based on your percentage FTP or whatever it is. Um, and I had my FTP set uh, too high and it turns out that it was actually set too high for when I was in shape. And now that I'm out of shape, it was set like way too high. And so, um, and so I, I kind of got through some workouts that I probably shouldn't have been able to get through and I was really struggling. It was definitely one of those kind of things where it was like, I will not make it. I will, I make it through one of the three sets. And I was like, I don't even know how I made it through that one part of this thing. You're like, isn't so, 100% of my FTP supposed to be sustainable? Cause yeah. now all of a sudden this does not feel sustainable. Well, and, and it has these little messages that pop up that are like, cause you do the warm up part or whatever. And some of it's like, okay, so then you move into this tempo section or whatever. And it, and it even says on there, it's like, this should feel pretty straightforward. This should be pretty easy. <laughs> and I was like, uh Oh, 
Like, what is the matter <laughs> with me? Right I feel forward. horrible. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, but I, I made it through some of these hard workouts, which was great. I rode with Lance, which was fantastic. I just felt like I had a lot of good biking. Uh, and then, um, this weekend I had a whole bunch of cross country stuff, uh, up like North of Seattle. So we live in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and it was, it was just North of Seattle, uh, Washington. And I, it was great. Cause you know, usually what I'll do if we go to these races, I'll try to run the course. So I ran the course hard, you know, and had, mm-hmm. I've been having like a lot of calf problems and struggling with some injuries and stuff did okay. Um, kind of like six minute pace stuff, which I thought was mm-hmm. fine. Uh, and then the next day, you know, the longest run I've done was like eight miles or so. So not super intense, but I went out with another one of the coaches and she has kind of some like marathon training type workouts and I went 14 and a half miles nice. and felt good oh, with God. some, with some tempo stuff in there. And I was like, that's two hard running workouts back to back. And then right after that proceeded to get pretty sick and that's where I am today. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely, I think there's a lot of physiology behind that yeah. right there. Big spikes in training. Big spike in training. <laughs> and immune system comes being down around, for a second. Yeah, being around, you know, sick kids and stuff like that. That doesn't help. And, uh, and, but, you know, as I kind of look back at the weekend. I'm like, all right, that was awesome. And I needed a little bit of recovery. So that's what I'm doing now. And, and I'm bathing in with hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> that, that ride with you, Matt, was one of the highlights of my week. It really was. It was a beautiful day. That's big. It was, it was that's from like the best Instagram account that you know. You were a highlight of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was, but, but you know, it was like, I was thinking, I was like, well, that was a great ride. Nothing. It was very uneventful. It was very kind of like, let's go here. Let's go there. I mean, yeah. it was kind of chill in a lot of ways and I thought it was really nice. So those rides with you, Matt. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. no, I mean, and Lance, miss yeah, those. Jake knows how we do it. I told, you know, I was telling Lance, I was like, if there's some road that looks whatever, then we take it. Yep. And if, <laughs> and if you don't know what, what that left is up there, then we take it. And you know, and that's it's the best way to interval train too, is like unpredictable interval trains. Like Lance yeah. has decided to go fast now. Now you have to follow Lance. <laughs> well, <laughs> what was the interval break? We don't know. It was pretty much on the hills. You it know, was just hills here. Yeah, there. it was just on the hills where I was. He yeah, wasn't. He wasn't killing the, efforts. Trying, he weren't killing yeah. the downhills. Yeah. He, and he waited for me, which is nice of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's good to hear, Matt. We hope you get better. Mm-hmm. Hope you feel better soon. He'll be good. He's I'll, looking solid. I'll get there. I'll let yeah. you borrow my kid's kiddie pool, and you can dump your vat of Purell in there and go <laughs> swimming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> seeing this Purell tastes great. <laughs> I, I think there's a Surgeon General warning there about that. Be careful. <laughs> hey, uh, Evan, back pedal force. Uh, I took a little bit of a tumble this Saturday. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I was on a ride with Dustin and Mike, which always goes well because we just hammer the living heck out of each other. And I was on the front and we were hitting railroad tracks. Oh, no. And they were like the diagonal ones, you know, the not perpendicular, the kind of diagonal. Oh, it was was soaking wet. It was wet. Hit him at the perfectly wrong angle, 100% user error, (laughs) and went down in a heap. So... Dude, yeah. I had a buddy that broke his collarbone. Same thing, you know, Unlucky. like railroad tracks. Yep, yep. So and this is so you know, I went, I went against my protocol. I always bunny hop railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. I always do. And this one time, I was just legs were a little bit too tired in the middle of an interval and decided not to bunny hop. Were you guys all together, like in a yeah. baseline? Were you yeah, off we the were. front or the back or the middle? Well, or? I was, I mean, on the front. I'm not going to say off the front. <laughs> Getting off the front away from Mike and Dustin would be like a 500-watt yeah, effort for me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're dinged up a little bit, like scratches on the shoulder. Yeah, I mean, like my, my hip is killing me, but I was able to run after that. And this okay. is, you'll, you'll find this funny, Matt. It's weird how I was limping around walking after right. that went for my run and as soon as I hit I was hitting some intervals and hit some really good ones yep. I did over unders 
and running like sub six pace, my gait smoothed out. You can't. It's because you can't run incorrectly. Yeah. You basically yeah. are like, even, body if, just like even if it hurts, itself. you have to run. Yeah. You have to run the right yeah. way. Yeah. 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 So, Which is actually probably good for you to kind of move through the range of motion. Yeah. Right? Unless, I took, you, unless you broke something. I took yesterday off because my head got dinged. So oh, yeah, I've been scary. having some headaches. So I think today I should be good to get back at it. But you we'll can see. do something on the trainer. I mean, there's yeah. so many. You have so many options now. So yeah. you're not responsible for anything you say today. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I probably, I probably won't remember this podcast. So <laughs> it's been there. All, all my opinions and errors will be addressed next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, outside of that, I mean, it, it bummed me out because I have to take like two, three days off swimming now for the road rash to heal. Which oh, sucks because yeah. I was swimming really, really well this You're last putting, week. Are you so. putting in a lot of volume in the water? Yeah, I had like 20K last week. Wow. It was great. And Whoa. But yeah, no, that's okay. Put some techoderm on it. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. That's, 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 in that's, the water. That's, that's what I was going to do <laughs> no, originally. it stays on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess techoderm. It does. I, I did. was thinking the gauze wrap yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> An ace wrap bandage. Ace wrap I, how big is your uh, your abrasion? Uh, on the hip, it's it's pretty well bruised up. Not that bad, like but like actual deepness wise, pretty superficial, but uh-huh. it's, it's, um, the, the bruise caused some swelling. So like wearing pants is tough right now, but so you were worried about getting in the water because you had abrasions though, right? Or no, um, it was mostly cause I didn't think I had the hip flexion to oh, turn gotcha, very gotcha, well. Gotcha. So like I had lost a lot of range of motion yeah. in my hip, which improved it cause I stretched the heck out of it this morning. Yeah. But, with all my, um, <laughs> yeah. with all my acts of crashing this year, I've, I've <laughs> invested heavily in Tegaderm. So if you need something, this is let where, me know. <laughs> this is the, this is where I almost feel bad about talking about a crash jake because like i mean there's there's like no crash i can come up with right now that would be anywhere what he's gone through so i'm just very lucky that i landed comfortably into a pile of gravel so yeah (laughs) comfortably yeah (laughs) i'm glad to see that you're mostly okay yeah yeah Yeah. that's fine i'll be i'll be good in a week and then we'll need to get some riding in matt and lance sure you guys can come with a the mike and dustin train with me it's fun yeah it is a painful train to be (laughs) hitched on to Oh, all right. Lance, backpedal for us because I know you got about 17 cyclocross races well, to I talk did, about. I did some racing <laughs> this week. Might have raced, so. might have raced here and there. <laughs> well, um, Tuesday night, I did the Trophy Cup race. It was the last race in the series. And um, the week before, I had taken second place. And then this week, all the fast guys showed up. And so I did not take second place. <laughs> <laughs> But I ended up I ended up fifth for the night, which was great, and it ended up putting me on the podium for the whole series. Sweet, yeah. So were you second or third? I was, I was second. Second, that's why yeah. I thought, yeah. And I was only second because um, the guy who was right behind me, if he had taken second in Tuesday night's race, he would have been second. But he got beat by a guy. He was third, so it was it was really that close. It was fun. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So that was fun, and I had family members that came and watched and were screaming for you who, who knew nothing. That's cool. That's super cool. <laughs> you knew nothing about cyclocross. And so it was just, it was really, it was funny. But it's nice to show those new people, like, look at this sport. Yeah, it's look pretty, at it. Like, look yeah. at this It's fun to watch. Look yeah. at this. It's fun to be watch here. Watch this. You're going to get a kick out of this. <laughs> like, we rolled up to the start line, and there's only 15 or 16 guys in this race. And somebody yelled, you know, go white stallion you're gonna win this race it was somebody else right (laughs) so and then as soon as somebody yells that my sister yells and she goes no golden boy is gonna win this race oh my god my nickname in the family is golden boy go figure so i'm not lance romance in the family i'm golden boy maybe i shouldn't have told you guys that oh i'm gonna use that now yeah 
boy. Golden boy Lance Rose. So, so much material. That flows well. So that flows very well. Or Happy. Happy the Golden Boy I do Lance have Romance. Triathlon friends who call me Happy. You got yeah. a, well, you got a lot of nicknames. Yeah. So it's too it's so much too material. Much. Did you did you have like a decathlete nickname too? Um, no, I'm not divulging any more nicknames. <laughs> oh, I feel like there's true. one there. Oh, We're yeah. gonna have to dig that out at some point. Be, it won't be that hard. It won't be that hard. It'll come up. Uh, so it was pretty funny because we're all in the start line and it's dark and and I'm like I'm Golden Boy. So where's White Stallion? I raised my hand so everybody could see. And then a guy at the back row raises him. I'm White Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Did you beat the White Stallion? I did beat the White Attaboy. Stallion. Okay. So, okay. Barely. So we're, barely. We're gonna barely. have to come up with like a rivalry tech. Like we're we're gonna have to mark <laughs> victories of Golden Boy versus White Stallion now. I don't even know who it was. We need to find this out. I feel like it's like an '80s movie. Golden Boy versus White <laughs> yeah, Stallion. Yeah. And it's like instead of cyclocross, it's like BMX biking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. There's, there's something there. Yeah, why can't why can't cycling have like fun nicknames for guys? Let me like funny. do you remember back, back in like the old days they named everybody something. Like why can't we go back to that? <laughs> it's know. not too late, Evan. Yeah. I think yeah, we need to start that. We're, we're starting a revolution right here. <laughs> <laughs> Starts with Golden Boy. Jay, All right, so Jay, that was Tuesday oh, night. That was the first that was race. Night. I yes, raced four times. <laughs> Only four. So, so do you, maybe I'll make those other ones quick. Only four. You're cutting yourself. So, <laughs> I did go Wednesday night and race okay. blind date at the dairy, yeah. and that was a Masters 2-3 field. I won that race. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. I think the Masters 2-3 fields, I'm just guaranteeing victories for you well, all season. There, there's not many races that do Masters 2-3 yeah. fields, so... I was feeling really good after that and all pumped that I that I won that race. And then this weekend, the big race series started, which is the Cyclocross mm-hmm. Crusade. And that has been around for 25 years in the Portland area. It has a lot of history. And um, they came out of the woodwork for that race. Yeah, it is I saw, huge. I saw pictures. There's tons of There cyclists. are tons yeah. of people there. People travel for that too. Like, yes. so like Central Oregon people are coming up for Not that. Not only right? that, there was there was te- like four or five teams from Seattle that came down. Oh, there was got a it. group okay. from Idaho that came. There was there was the fields, you know, I I've, I've this been is used truly to, like the Pacific yes. Northwest Championship series, right? So yeah. I've been used to racing in like 15 to 20 person fields. There were 100 people in every field it's a different race right the, oh, yes it's totally different it's totally different the the 50 plus category had a hundred people in it Jeez. that's so awesome to hear <laughs> are though. you kidding that, me that's great to hear i mean we just had this talk on our you know previous podcast yeah. about cycling and how do we grow it i mean hey the off i mean that is awesome in the masters fields to see that yeah. big of groups that's huge so i raced twice i did not do the masters fields um i uh, i i raced i raced the open two three fields um, because tough. I like the, the time of the race was worked better for me. So mm-hmm. I raced the open two, three field. Did and, you race um, Hayden? I did. Um, I raced there. There was actually four or five of us oh, really? from the team oh, in the race. Right, Cause a bunch like... of people got catted up and they were doing the same thing. I don't want to race the masters one, two field. They raced the two, three. So Hayden raced against his dad, Chris, right? Yes. Is that the first time they've ever been like in the same race against each other? I, I don't think so. I think they've done it a few times, Okay, but, um, yeah, so in that first race, um, there were 100 people in the field or like 90 people in the field or something like that. And I did not get a call up because right. it didn't correlate with any of the things I was doing. And my call up number, they do some, they do like a random draw for, for the number so they don't just say, okay, go. They, you, you actually mm-hmm. split you up by your final number. Anyway, I was the last number called up, so I was oh. in the very back row. Oh. 
So I'm sitting in 80th place or 85th place, and I ended up finishing 35th. So I passed 50 people. That's pretty stinking good because these so, courses are tight. They're technical. Yes. They're not long, and it's tough to get around You probably people. passed the most people of anybody in that race. I, I don't know. I would imagine. I, I, I was <laughs> I was looking at the results and 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 there were there might have been one other guy that moved up moved that. up more yeah. than me because it went by a race number. So, but it was crazy fun. Um, Hayden crashed. Didn't have a really great race. Uh, his dad Chris um, had raced the Clydesdales early in the day. He was pretty shot, so he was near the back of the field. So it was it was <laughs> kind of, it was all kind of a mix up thing. So <clears throat> then the next day. It rained, right? And it was a completely different ball game. It was <laughs> just complete mud fest. Seen some good pictures. <laughs> so yeah, there was, and that was just completely different with all the mud, all the off camber stuff. There was so much running in this race, which is not good for me. How'd you back handle it? Um, I I'm I'm pretty beat up. Oh, <laughs> you gonna take it, it. take it easy this week or what? Yeah, I am gonna take it a little easier this week. There nice. are no midweek races right. anymore, so yeah. I'm just gonna be Recover. doing some training yeah. and recovering. But good. But yeah, and 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 I got a much better call up, so I started like tenth in the second race and still ended up twenty fifth <laughs> because oh. I just got beat in all yeah. the running sections. But yeah. Anyway. That's okay. That's as long as I mean, is, is is the back like just sore. It's more just than sore. Just sore. Yep. Yeah. No okay. damage. Hey Lance, just you want to go yeah. for a run with me? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to make like a running comment <laughs> and be like, huh, oh, well. <laughs> hey, hey Lance, remember when you <laughs> crushed me on that hill? Remember? <laughs> go, it's go time. Running. Running. It's go time. Well, it would help your cyclocross train. You can just come on some super hard trail runs with me and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, these cross crusade races are really cool. There's tons of people there. They're well organized. They're big events. It's just fun to be there. My 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 daughter came home for the weekend and so what was she stuck coming to watch her dad race, but my daughter and my wife came out and watched me race, and they had a good time too. They're just good. They're That's fun. Those are those events. are big cycling events. Yeah, I mean they're they fun to be around. Like big races like that are fun. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. How many people in total would you guesstimate to be there? Well, racers. Yeah, I I would guess there was somewhere between seven hundred and a thousand racers. That's so good to hear. Wow. wow. Yeah. Because with all the different fields, every there's a race that goes on every hour, uh-huh. and there's probably roughly 150 to 200 people on the course for each race, uh-huh. and the races start at 8:30 and go to three o'clock wow. every hour. So, yeah, it's big. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're big. It's yeah. very popular. Lots of people come. So, <laughs> that anyways, is, that is good stuff. That's that's enough of me. All I did was race all week. Just race, race, and race. Try to recover, and then try to hurt Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, do you have a backpedal for us? I do. Um, a lot more of the same. Uh, rode on Swift, did all my workouts, hit all my workouts, which was awesome. Uh, went and watched some soccer. Went and watched some swim practice with my kids. Nice. Went to a bunch of medical appointments, and uh, yeah, it was good times. Um, did get an EMG on my shoulder, mm-hmm. um, which was. Um, not super fun. I had never had one before. I had no idea what to expect. And they basically just jam a needle in every single muscle and every single nerve and just like, ow, stop it. And, you know, they get their reading, and then they go on to the next one. So, you know, every muscle in my neck and my trap and my, oh my shoulders, gosh. my lats, my back, it's just the whole shooting match. So 
um, should get the report back on this on that this week. Um, but he did tell me he's like, yeah, that was a a little bit worse than I was expecting it to be. I'm like, oh, great. But um, he's a, it's showing some signs of life, so that's that's positive. I'll take mm-hmm. that. Um, what else did I do? Oh, we had our uh, Tuesday uh, Zwift team ride, which was kind of cool. We had, I don't know, it was probably like six or seven or eight of us that showed up for the first mm-hmm. one, and I kind of expected it to be a little bit slower because there's still a lot of people out racing during the week, like Mr. Lance, whether or not he joins us or not on those in the future remains to I'm be seen. I'm probably going to end up on that <laughs> yes. stupid ride. What time does that ride start? <laughs> 6.30. Does anybody want to do it? Well, I could probably make it. I, I would just be jumping in late. You can always jump in. Oh, and then, perfect. Okay, good. So just make sure that you follow me or somebody else that's going to be doing the ride. And you can yeah. actually, once you log in, you can put to ride with me. And it'll basically just spawn you right where we're at. Jump straight up. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the same situation for me. It's like, I can make it maybe, but I'm going to be probably like half an hour Three. late yeah, or something. Same. So whatever. Yeah, me and Matt can catch up. Yeah. We start those at 6.30 just because it's after dinner time. And yeah. it's not, that, it doesn't get too late into the evening. Mm-hmm. And, and that's pretty common with people just to jump in. But there's going to be a, a peak during the season of this this training where we're doing 50 miles like on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that we give ourselves enough time so we're not up all hours of the night, yeah. you know, riding on Zwift. I like but, it. Um, so training rides are going okay. How like what's going on with you guys? Are you you feel like the power's coming around a little I bit? I do. Or? I'm following a program, and it's um, one of Zwift's preset programs. I've gone in there and made some small alterations to it. But um, it's basically four days a week, and then I have another day that I'm doing the team ride, and then I have another day on the weekend that I'm doing kind of my free ride, kind of a team ride simulator kind of thing. Just to and that's a harder one, yeah. It is. It's generally a little bit harder. So um, I, my volume uh, this week I was up to eight and a half hours on the bike. So that's that's creeping. That's going in the right direction. So that's very good. Yeah, my first yeah. week was like three, and then it went up to like six and a half for the next two weeks, and then last week was eight and a half, and I'll probably get about that, maybe even a little bit more this week. So. But was just making those slow progress steps to get back to 10 hours. But doing that all on a trainer is, uh, it's kind of taxing, but, um, (laughs) yeah, well, (laughs) Lance is, Lance is like sweating, just (laughs) listening to that over here. Uh, This pit in my stomach. Nightmare (laughs) nightmare scenario for Lance. This is where like Jake's, Jake's like Rocky right now training and Lance is just over there sweating like the Russians. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, it's better than than the alternative, so I'll take mm-hmm. it. I like the exercise. Um, and then the last thing is I started physical therapy with Evan last week, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started this week with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be treating everybody in here. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll break something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't say that. I'm knocking on wood for you right now. <laughs> you can go and see Evan serve for some of those little foo-foo massages on your back. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> So, but that's, uh, that's about that. It's just a lot more of the same for me and easing into, uh, the winter trainer rides and enjoying watching you guys all do your rides on the outside <laughs> in real life. So yeah. anything else, any questions? I didn't think so. <laughs> okay. Jump in. Real quick. Let's get to a, a little bit of business here. We got to do our regroup, mm-hmm. aka the Arizona mission. So a strong air <laughs> on my part. We were talking last week um, about mm-hmm. the UCI um, World Championship Road Race, and there was a spot on there about Mr. Rusty Woods and. Our good friend uh, Justin Wagner um, took it upon himself to ping me on Facebook and say, "Hey, 
yeah. you guys got this one wrong and you want he basically called out um evan and lance about yeah correct mike rusty woods yeah is canadian not australian you guys he's or not american, american. Or I, said, american. <laughs> I said he was american which technically i'm closer than lance for the record so. <laughs> and i said it with authority like i knew for authority. sure <laughs> <laughs> and i was wrong here's my defense i i know when i said that it sounded so bad coming out of my mouth but he he's raced for a lot of American teams in the past. I think he's been on two American teams, Quit including excuses, Optum. Evan. I am. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm making. Well, he's he was on a strong American <laughs> team, Optum. From, yeah. He's from North America. He's from North America. That's why I meant Close, is American, yeah. as in North, North American. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate that. <laughs> Justin's the best. I love it. Like he he's cracking me on some stuff. Like I really appreciate. Like, this is where, yeah. It's so nice that he you know it's like helpful with that stuff. Oh I, yeah, because I'm an idiot, so I need somebody like so nice. really uh, checking me on that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Justin. So go, going back to that too. On, I know we were discussing the end of that race, and um, uh, me, Jake, and Lance had realized that. So there was a report that. Uh, Woods had missed a bottle grab with like, not like like his last bottle like available. A 15K or 20K yeah, to go. his like last available uh, bottle grab and was having cramps on that final like 2K of that race right there. So now I feel even worse because I may have potentially just guessed the wrong country of the guy who could have been the world champion <laughs> right. had that not happened. So very very strong rider though. Yeah, he's Canadian. Hey, mm-hmm. hey. North American. He's really boogieing along, eh? Yeah. The Canadians are strong. The Canadians are very strong. Yeah. Good triathletes, Both too. of them. They do. They got a Both lot of great triathletes. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> All right. Let's Let get into hate, our first discussion. Hate mail. I'm supporting the Canadians right now, so there should be no hate mail coming towards me. I was I, born in Canada. I oh, lived okay. there till I what? was six. Yes. Did not know that. Oh yes, I was born in Canada. Do you have dual citizenship? You're I I had to choose when I was eighteen. My my. And you didn't choose to be Canadian. Let the hate mail roll. So let the right more now. hate mail roll. Oh man. No, my mom's American. My dad is Canadian. They oh. met in college, and we they lived in Canada for the first fifteen years of their <clears throat> marriage before they moved to the states. So yeah. Anyway. So if you go into a bathroom American and you come out Canadian, what are you in the bathroom? <laughs> European. <laughs> European. Ah. There it is. <laughs> All right, let's get into our discussion, you guys. <laughs> On that um, note. <laughs> we're going to keep this one a little bit light for number 30. Uh, this is our 30th podcast. What? Ooh. Oh, 30. The big podcasts. 3-0. Dude, the dirty 30. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. So I just want to hear some funny stories. Funny stories from triathlon, funny stories from cycling, funny stories on group rides. But I want to hear some some experiences that you guys have. Like had, every so. story we tell is just funny. Like there's like I think most hey, stories we tell. Yeah. Are not I've got a triathlon story, Jake. Do you want to hear yes. a triathlon story? Oh, get some the yep. slow triathlon takeover. Here we go. It's triathlon takeover. <laughs> so I've been doing triathlons for a couple of years, and my brother, my younger brother, decided he wanted to do one, which is fantastic. My younger brother has struggled with weight most of his adult life, and he was probably pushing three bills. He was like 300 pounds when he decided he was going to do this sprint triathlon. So with very little training training yeah. experience, he's like, hey, Lance is doing This was the Blue Lake Triathlon. Ah, uh, so, yes. yes. So, yeah. so he's like, I'm going to go down there and do that. So he went and um, rented a wetsuit to, to, uh, to swim in, and he shows up at the thing and he squeezes himself. Oh, He's since lost like 180 pounds. So Whoa. let me just make this. Oh, Good job, Lance, yeah. brother. I so, hope I know where this is going. So, <laughs> so he squeezes into this wetsuit and he goes and does a little warm-up swim. And as he's um, 
He's walking back. People are all saying, hey, good job, Orca. Good job, buddy. Nice job, Orca. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> because he's like, dude, all these people are calling me a whale. Oh, it's a brand. <laughs> but no, he had rented an Orca branded wetsuit, and that was on the front of the wetsuit. And they were all like saying, good job for the fat guy to be out here doing the... Doing the thing he thought they're all calling me a whale. Like triathletes These triathletes are, triathletes are jerks. jerks, man. Yeah, triathletes are jerks. That's we, a fact. we are jerks, yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say he had it on backwards. I, I was going to guess it was going to rip it yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, With the zipper in the front. Yeah, so one yeah. of the, yeah, so just this summer I was talking to this lady and I was like, yeah, 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 you know, I was, you know, she had finished her swim or whatever. I was like, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure your wetsuit's on backwards, you know, no big deal. You know, they right. kind of feel the same. Like just, you know, I was, I was trying to just be like, right. play, play it cool. Right. Like, no big deal. And she was like, no, 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 this is how it's supposed to go. That's right. And I was <laughs> okay. like, well, you know, I don't think that's, you know, I'm pretty sure it's not whatever it is. And, uh, and it was funny. She was like, so no, nope. check your facts, Matt. No, no, yeah. this is, this she is corrected, She this corrected is... me on that one. It was, um, but, it, it, and she told me, she was like, well, I think when I went to the, um, to try it on at the place that they had, that this is how they had done it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, whatever it was. Maybe yeah. there's some triathlon so, store out there just putting on wetsuits no, wrong. No, <laughs> I know the, I even know the store that she was talking about. And it was like, nope, I, I don't know. So it wasn't that he was being fat shamed. Fat, that's fat that's shamed. what he thought. He well, was being yeah. fat shamed. Triathlons are jerks. Did he, <laughs> Did he at least take the wetsuit off before getting on the bike? I think he that's did. That's good. Yes. Because that's the other he hilarious story it. that happens all the time. People just leave the wetsuits oh, on getting on the bike. Awesome. <laughs> there was some, yeah, I remember like watching a triathlete like come out and start the run transition. And I was like, dude, 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 your helmet's on. <laughs> and it was kind of a young guy. So I kind of like, I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, just go ahead, take it off. And, and he handed it to me. And I was like, okay. And I said, just like, come find me after the race. But that's tough, right? Where you're yeah. just like so crazy, like first yeah. triathlon or whatever it is. And it's hard to think straight. Yeah. My brother has uh, since done a half that's Ironman. That's how I was about to ask. Wow. Okay. Did he have plans to do a full? Um, no. No. He that's did a fine. half Ironman and then he's run a marathon. Oh, and, awesome. Um, he's done several halves and things. So, yeah. Awesome. He's it, it's an inspiring story. There you go. Trent orca's orca's Hepler. killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong the with orca. a big guy doing triathlon. I just call him the orca now. Yeah. The orca. <laughs> Your family has lots of nicknames. Yeah. I do. I do love big guys doing triathlon though. Yeah. Tri- triathlon is such a, I mean like there's, there's so many smaller people there. It, it takes some guts to go out there as like a bigger, like this is like me going onto a football field. <laughs> like I would be terrified. There'd yeah. be no way I'm not leaving that field in a body bag. Like I, there yeah. it is. It takes some guts to go out there but as it, the bigger guy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it's like almost comical. Like I was, I was a lot thinner when I was a collegiate cross country runner and I would go into the Alabama like specific football weight room because they have like a football <laughs> right. weight room and I would go in there and just like, cause you either have like, there's two ways to take it. Like you're either like embarrassed or whatever, or you just own it. Yeah. And I was just like, It'd be really funny if I'm in here and I'm like, spot me, spot, spot, <laughs> with the bar, you know. I got Trent Richardson, I need I a spot over here. Five pounds Whoa. going up and down. Those are so a couple huge. tens. Yeah. On there. <laughs> and I think it's hard. It's also hard to kind of imagine like how skinny the, the we were back then. Yeah. Like literally just like bones. Yeah. You just look like a skeleton compared to like the 200. 80 pound tight end six four yeah you know, benches a small truck <laughs> and those guys are just trying to gain weight so yeah it's just slightly different different than, sports different sports it's, it's awesome though when you can come together like that we had the same thing i mean we would be in there lifting with the football teams and the, the cross-country team would come in yeah. i had friends on both teams and it was right. funny for me because i'm the soccer player in between the two yeah it's just funny seeing like the uh 
the wide the spectrum <laughs> the, the spectrum that you got there extreme differences did you ever catch any funny lines from the the football guys while you were in there they laughed if i if i said something like spot me spot me because like i don't know i think they like some of them i was friends with where you know um just like through like church or whatever like you would know someone be like they're they're cool whatever like they're not gonna be giving me a hard time or whatever so like i think a couple of them were like cool enough to where they would just laugh at kind of like they knew i was joking <laughs> enough to where like it's funny um any but, cool nicknames for the, no. the skinny runner guys no no well i mean we didn't probably ones it was, they weren't talking it was interesting because like we very Breakfast. rarely went into the football weight room yeah um it was weird that they had their own weight room and it was kind of intense in there and then they had like they basically had the football weight room and then all the other sport weight room yeah um and so that's where we usually went and kate unless there was something going on or whatever and then you know we would go use the and we didn't lift a lot of weights or anything anyway and i wasn't super big into lifting at the time i mean i think mm-hmm. now more i think it's kind of established that that's a little bit more of a priority i think back then you're like a little bit scared if you potentially lifted too much you might gain weight yeah we don't want to gain weight because we're runners so there was you know that was kind of an old thought process back in the day and it's not quite the same anymore but that's changed yep yep that's interesting (laughs) that's so funny okay i've got i've got a funny group ride story when i was um i was in colorado for for a couple months with uh, living with my buddy kit and I think I've mentioned Kit on this podcast before, but he is a very good friend of mine in Colorado. We grew up together in Ohio, uh, both road. He's an inspirational story, cancer survivor, and just this great, great, great human being. But me and him are very close friends who, when we go on rides together, will kill each other. It's impossible for us to do a recovery ride together. <laughs> There's never been a recovery ride when we ride together. And he's going to take me up Mount Evans on this century day that we're going to do when I'm out there. He wants to make sure he gets me before I am even close to climatize, you know, like up, like at <laughs> Al- that altitude, altitude. Yeah. Yeah. altitude. Uh, yeah. So he puts together this terrible ride and we're going up Mount Evans, which is anybody in Colorado. Just do the Mount Evans ride when you get out there. Oh, it's so beautiful. Dangerous because the weather changes pretty yeah. quickly at 12,000 <laughs> feet. But I think the road gets up to like. Oh, this will be another version of missions. I think the road gets up to like barely under 13,000. The peak itself goes up to 14,000. Jeez. But we, so I'm riding with him and a couple of my old friends too from Ohio that were out there and my legs feel good. So I'm like, I'm just going to break away from the group now. So I break away. I'm riding, riding. There's this left turn that goes up Mount Evans that I completely miss. <laughs> so I ride another 20k straight i was like hammering myself this entire time (laughs) and then finally realized oh i'm going on the lake route right now which like goes along the lake that's like at the base of mount evans like i gotta turn around turn around have to climb another 2,000 feet to get there hammer up as much (laughs) as i can like trying to catch i'm like i'm never gonna catch them and we're losing daylight we get towards the top i can see them like way out in the distance and there is a storm coming in And this is like, in my mind, I think like, okay, we got like maybe an hour before that storm hits. Colorado weather travels at like 100 miles an hour. (laughs) So this storm comes in. I see Kit and my buddy Mike turn around and they are bombing back down. I'm like, oh, really, guys? Like, we're we're not going to get to the top here? Yeah. All of a sudden, I can hear up the road hail. Oh, no. Coming down. (laughs) Kit and Mike see me and I just hear them yelling things. I'm like, we should probably turn around. Turn around. We descend this thing like our lives depend on it. And I know Kit never gets nervous on rides. I could see in Kit's eyes, he was like, oh, we weigh, like we're in trouble right now. We are not in a good spot. So we are descending. This is the fastest I've ever gone on a bicycle. 
look down and we hit 62. (laughs) And this is anybody who's done the Mount Evans ride knows that that's not like even pavement. It's oh. like, I don't think they've, they, they haven't re, at least at the time that I wrote that, they haven't repaved that in a long time. <laughs> it was the probably most exciting and most scared I've ever been on a bike in my entire <laughs> life. Oh, geez. And yeah. we, and the, the crazy thing about that rise, when you hit the tree line, the weather completely changes. Yeah. We hit the tree line and it probably warmed up 30 degrees like that. Oh, and then wow. all of a sudden, like, you know, no hail, we're not hearing anything, no rain, sunny. <laughs> We're gone. Barely survived it. <laughs> is, it is this Boulder? This is uh, Mount Evans is outside of Boulder. It's it's like in the Rockies. Okay. So 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 it's like I don't think it's actually in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, but it's out it's outside it's of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, anybody from that area would know the the, the Mount Evans ride. It's a it's a pretty famous ride in that in that, that region. Crazy. Yeah, the the Mount Evans Peak is a pretty easy one to hike yourself for for a fourteener. Like yeah. for a fourteener, it's a pretty well traveled peak. So. Definitely for cyclists a fun one too, but that weather changes fast up there. There's like you you get up to you know that twelve thousand foot range, and all of a sudden like you can snap your fingers, and there's gonna be a storm system blowing through. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had a um, a funny race story. Mm-hmm. You guys have probably heard me tell this before, and people on the team have definitely heard this one before because it's one of my classic favorites. We're doing the Kings Valley Road Race back in 2017. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those, you know, spring races, typical Pacific Northwest weather. You have no idea what you're going to get. You watch the forecast and, you know, it's supposed to be like 50 degrees and not supposed to rain and it's supposed to get a little bit warmer. And yeah. then during the course of the race, instead of it getting five degrees warmer, it probably got like seven degrees colder and these storm cells blew through. And it was like one of those races where you've got like a spot where there's nothing. Then you got a spot where there's like wind blowing crazy from one direction. Then you, all of a sudden it starts pouring rain and then you get like the hail in there. And we saw everything. Mother nature threw the kitchen sink at us. Uh, we're going through the last long leg, um, before you get to the final climb. And I can remember, um, being at the front of the group with, uh, Rob Tornai, who's another local cyclist here. And we were just laughing because we were going to try and make a break and we're leaning into the wind that was blowing so strong and then the hail came and it started oh. to pelt us and oh all you could God. hear is the whole peloton just like this is collective moan like oh, oh. <laughs> so anyway the we get to the final climb we finish the race and you know we're doing the it's about like four or five mile ride back to the finish or the start line rather and we get there and the the um master's 50s had finished already and they were back there at the car maybe just a couple minutes before we got there Uh, i roll up to my truck and i lean my bike up there and ian gibson who's a teammate was parked right next to me (laughs) (laughs) he was blue i mean he was like papa smurf man just like he's like (laughs) maybe going hypothermic at this (laughs) and he's trying to get like his base layer off because he'd already kind of gotten his jersey off but he was shaking so bad that he couldn't get his hands to work and he couldn't get it off because it was stuck to him because it was like like just solid wet you know oh, and yeah. it's just like a tight base layer oh, it's like stuck to your skin at that point <laughs> he's so pissed off it, it i roll up and i look at him for just a brief second and he's like and he just kept doing that over and over again he was shivering so bad but he was it was so bad he couldn't drop the f-bomb just like he's trying to get his shirt off i'm like whoa whoa whoa, hold on there buddy i'll help you out and i'm like just raise your hands out he's like trying to raise his hand up he's so pissed off i finally help him off and he gets in the car and he just like wraps himself up and he was just destroyed cold like borderline like you said hypothermic and could not 
get the F bomb out to save his life because he had shiver so bad. And that's a story that, that I'll tell for the rest of my life. I love it. That so. is such an awesome cycling story. <laughs> so that was that's, a that's a fun thing about bad weather rides. Oh, and, and I know oh, yeah. we and I know we've mentioned this on a previous like when when, when we were actually talking about bad yeah. weather riding is like I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, we all would love to live in an area where you get 65 and sunny every day. But there aren't that many awesome stories from a 65 and sunny ride outside of, hey, it was really beautiful. We got some good views. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, it's nothing like running away from a hailstorm or getting pelted by oh, a yeah. hailstorm that yeah. you get out of those rides. So. Yeah. so that was pretty fun. You guys got any other funny stories? I know Lance has probably got oh, funny man. stories for days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Lance. Lance Romance. Hit us. I've got a mission story. Do you want to hear this? Oh, yeah. let's hear it. <laughs> so... Um, did you ride your bike on, on your mission like I, all day? Did you really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So That's I'm, what my cousins did too. They rode yeah. so much. It's probably yeah. come up before, but I'm Mormon. I'm LDS. Mm-hmm. And um, I served a Mormon mission when I was 19 years old from 19 to 21. I was in South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So, and um, for most of my mission, I we rode bikes. You've probably seen the missionaries riding oh, yeah, around yeah. on bikes in a white shirt and a tie. And why don't they put you guys in cycling kits? Anyway, so I was 19. I'm on a bike. Um, this was back in the 80s, so we weren't wearing helmets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm riding some mountain bike with a big rack on the back, and um, we we as Mormons we believe in the. I don't want to get religious here but we believe in the bible we definitely mm-hmm. believe in the bible but we also believe in the book called the book of mormon and so one of the things we do as missionaries is we try to give people book of mormons and explain right. how it's another testament of jesus christ and so i had a stack of book of mormons on a rack on on my bike rack behind me and i'm flying down this hill and i did not have the stack strapped down very good oh god and of course one of the book of mormons came out Jammed right in the spokes, oh. and oh, I went God. flying over the handlebars. Oh, man. <laughs> Landed on my feet and ran it out. What? What? <laughs> yes. That's a, yes. Were you like, that's thank a, you, God? I, that's was a, like, I was about to say, that's a spiritual angels, moment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Angels holding my shoulders as I flew over the handlebars and landed on my uh. feet. I have no idea how that happened, but. Did you do something bad the day before? You just like God just wanted to scare you <laughs> just, just enough to, to be like to scare me just a little bit. You like, need to commit. Get a your stuff bit together. More, get elder. your stuff together, Lance. <laughs> Were you still lancing people back then? I, like, would you yeah, kill people on that mountain bike? That's right. <laughs> Being my overweight like, companions. Just it like was Lance, for God's joke. sake, We're, we got eight hours of riding today. Calm down. The biggest thing is, is I'm in the South where it's super humid. Yeah. I sweat like a monkey. I. Mm-hmm. I I can get a good idea and start sweating. I sweat like super easy. So I was just yeah. bathed in sweat all the time. So for the record on the podcast, since you guys are listening to this radio, Lance is bathed in, in sweat at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, currently, he's had, I'm currently glistening. He's, he's had glistening. a couple of good ideas. And he gets really excited he's, when he gets a good idea. I can tell. Yeah, he is, he is drenched. We can verify that. He just spraying me over here. So yeah, I went, um, I definitely went ass over handlebars, like just, I think it was, it's been about a year or something like that, but I've been like filming a lot of stuff even, even back then. And so I had like GoPro footage of it. Um, <laughs> and it was one of the, I did like, I've been doing the, um, kind of front facing GoPro a lot, you know, yeah. and, and when I ride with Jake or any, even with you, Lance, so I had like GoPro footage or whatever, just like whatever in case something happens like car problems or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was this section where you go off road and then back on and then the lip of the road just caught the front wheel and, uh, it's 
Yeah. Slow motion <laughs> fall, all caught on video. And I haven't really posted it, but it was it was funny because I put it to music. <laughs> what song did you choose? Uh, Chariots think, of Fire or something? I think, yeah. Beast, I think Beastie Boys because I just like Beastie Boys. Oh, but it was okay. like, it's just like such a weird thing to be like, and I'm going to put this to music. <laughs> That it, would be it worth would have been, posting. I think you oh, need to post that. If now. you were in a white shirt and tie, it would have been even better. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we've all been on rides before, and we've all been heckled and things thrown at us and sworn and all that other fun stuff. But has this one happened to you guys? I was out on a ride, and I was probably about like a mile from my house just getting started on the ride. And there was a couple stoplights, and then, um, you know, you're sitting at the light, light turns, and then there was a line of cars. And I, just as I get up to go... Um, I'm starting to get through the intersection. Just I feel this car kind of come up really close to me, and this girl leans out and slapped me on the butt. No way! <laughs> Did she really slap you? Slap me on the butt, and they were all hooting and hollering and laughing. That is, funny. and it, it like surprised me. And I'm like, that was kind of funny. But wait a second, I just got slapped in the butt, dude. What's up with that? I had I had a girl sexual a, harassment. Yeah, I had a girl that I had a girl flash. Flash me on the bike ride. Oh, no. wow. oh my god! Which it was like, okay, well, <laughs> not sure, but it, she's probably like a high schooler, so it's probably not cool. It's like, oh, you're like, you just made me not, break the law. Not yeah, sure about this, but okay. I got I, I got an icy dumped on me once yeah. in Ohio, That's like, not cool. and it wasn't chucked either. It was like the guy slowed down enough <laughs> to just <laughs> reach out and pour it on you. <laughs> Which is kind of oh. funny and kind of not funny at the same time. I forgot to say, on, on uh, Wednesday night's race at Blind Date of the Dairy, it was Sparkle Night. Oh, yeah. And so so I dressed up. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well, you're supposed to come in something sparkly. Oh, God. Instead of racing in your regular kit, you're supposed to come in something sparkly. So my wife took an old jersey and, like, sewed a whole section of sequins Jeez. to it the whole front of it and the whole back so i'm in like this full <laughs> sequin jersey and i had on these dumb lizard tights and by dumb you mean lizard awesome tights. by dumb i mean awesome yeah <laughs> she like, bought at like the second hand store oh here God. your wife is hilarious oh it's yeah. so funny why is she not on more often <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then over the top of that i wore a poor a pair of uh Superman um, underwear. Yeah. Oh, nice! Like that, speedo style Superman yeah, underwear. Yeah, speedo style. And on on the front, it had a Superman signal or a symbol, and on the back, it had a big thing that said "Bam!" Bam! <laughs> <laughs> With an exclamation point. So I forgot about that. So that was what I raced in, and I won in fancy dress. Yeah. And so, but. During the race, yes, I got slapped on the butt several times. You 100 percent deserved it. Every time I would, every time I would pass somebody in another field, I would go, "Bam!" <laughs> Love it. it, was, it was See, why can't we do that in the road cycling world? Like cyclocross does it's that. We really need I to had do a that. Race where I could just be an idiot in stupid costume. Yeah. it was pretty funny. I'm sure you guys That's have seen awesome. something like this before, but used to do a lot of cross country mountain biking and racing and all this mm. stuff. We're out on a ride once with some guys and um, guy kind of overcooked a corner a little bit and oh. kind of went off the, the trail in the bushes and, and um, got back up and walked out and this like tr- not trees, like a brush, like a sagebrush, I think is what yeah. it was. Yeah. So that caught his, his Lycra um, pants and uh basically split open his whole butt like his butt was hanging out of his shorts yes oh god we're 10 miles from home and we obviously made him ride off the back 
<laughs> if you guys ever had anything like that, I, I actually did. I crashed once on a group ride. Uh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a group ride, not a race. And I, yeah, I had an entire cheek hanging out that I basically rode home with. So this wasn't just a cheek. We're talking like the whole shooting match, like full moon. See, I was on the road though, so I was getting honked at every like every other car passing was honking, saying saying something or. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's can you can you get a ra- <laughs> could you can you get a ra- exposure? What are you supposed to do? Officer, I'm so sorry, but there's no <laughs> You take off your jersey and shove it down your <laughs> Yeah, Short, so you've just got your bibs on. With well, that your reminds me. We're, we were doing our team training camp ride, and we're down in Southern California. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we drove that day from Palm Springs up to Palomar Mountain, and we did a bunch of riding up there. It was a fantastic ride. We get up there, and it's about, oh gosh, maybe hour, hour and a half drive from where we were at, but we wanted to go do this ride. So all 14 of us get up there, and Whitney Phillips on our team gets out, and he's getting himself dressed. He's like, he goes, Ah, oh, crap. He forgot his jersey. <laughs> Did he ride bare, oh, no. bare so, chest? But, well, it, so he was just going to ride this, but then I guess he had like a uh, like a base layer. So he ended up putting that on underneath the, the jersey. And it was just like a, you know, like an Under Armour <laughs> shirt or something like that. And his bibs over that. So that was, uh, that was kind of funny watching him ride around that. Oh, probably, more, probably more aerodynamic, yeah. really, right? Whitney's a good, he's a good sport, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I was in Hawaii with my girls, um, with my, my girls once, and I, we had driven to the other side of the island and I'd taken my bike and um, I had them stops because I was going to ride home. They were going to drive home. I was going to meet them at the condo. Yeah. And um, I get out to put my jersey on and I destroyed the zipper. Oh. It wouldn't zip. And so I was not like Whitney. <laughs> I just got you just in. Wrote it there. I, I, Twin no. singlet style? Flat no. in the wind? <laughs> I just I said, forget it. I'm not riding. Oh, <laughs> I got in the truck on. and we rode back home. I feel like if you're in Hawaii, you can just do, I, I, you oh, just, do whatever you want. Who cares I, in Hawaii? I, yeah, yeah. I, I was They're Hawaiian. They, they have, what, they have yeah. no morals. It's just <laughs> Hawaiian. Right. Just stop and pick up a Hawaiian no t-shirt. Let and just put it on I get a lot from Canadians and Hawaiians. Canadians and Hawaiians hate us. Well, I had nowhere to put like... It Stop. was like fifty miles, so there was like no pockets. I couldn't, I couldn't take anything. And yeah. I was like, oh, forget it. You guys ever done the like the walk of shame home? I was riding to a, a bike event. Um, it was like for pediatric cancer or something like that. And the start was about seven or eight miles from my house. Well, I'll just ride there, you know. And it's like another fifty mile ride to do the ride. But I get about three or four miles there, and I hit the biggest piece of shrapnel on the road that you could ever find. It just destroyed the front tire. Wheel was fine, tube was toast, but I couldn't ride on the tire, so trying to call my wife i'm trying to call friends nobody's, nobody's answering, answering their phone because it's like how it's 6 30 in the morning walk back it was about three and a half miles oh, walk yeah. of shame on the That's side good. of the road <laughs> took the <laughs> shoes off and was walking barefoot well kind of just in my socks but i mean yeah. that was it was kind of funny you see all these people riding to the vent and you're just kind of like hoofing at home like <laughs> yeah, mopey. it's like no no <laughs> no i need a tire pal thanks <laughs> that's yeah. what uber's for well, this was before Uber. Oh. <laughs> I once, I once did have to call a friend to come pick me up during like a hail rainstorm. Yeah, it just got to the point where like I couldn't see anything, and I was still like five k, probably ten k yeah. away from home. And I called him. I was like, "This is like yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm the cars cannot see me in yeah. this right now." So yeah, it was six thirty in the morning, shame, so you don't yeah. want to call too many people. So I was trying to call yeah. my wife, and she had the phone turned off, and. I, she, I didn't actually make it all the way home. She did end up coming and picking me up about like a quarter of a mile from the house or half a mile from us. Like, gee, thanks. thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
So feet were hurting by that point. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you, you do live in a very hilly neighborhood. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't here. It was down in Southern California. Oh, down, so down, down at least Southern it was Cal. nice. Okay. And yeah, but it was still a little bit of a climb to get back because I was up high. Here, that would be a pain. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> got 200 feet of climbing just to get home. <laughs> Come on. Some uh, funny triathlon stories, guys. You okay. Got I've got, I've got a fun. So, um, uh, back in Ohio, we had this, I used to work for a race company called speedy feet racing that I think I've mentioned on here before, uh, local Ohio race company that puts on awesome races. And, uh, me and my buddy, uh, Jeff Kudron, who owned the company was, we would always, ra- we would race a lot of the races, which was kind of the joke. We would set up the races and we always had this thing where like, you got to time it. So we were setting up everything and then you get to the start line, like as Jeff setting it, he'll start and then we go and race it and then we're done. And we had another good friend of ours, uh, Cody uh, Boachek, who is uh, was a former uh, triathlon pro. He raced ITU. So he was very fast at this time. This was one of his fastest years. And we had this Wednesday night triathlon series that, to this day, is still my favorite race I ever do. Everybody local Southern Ohio would come down on Wednesday nights, and we'd race this at this local park called Caesars Creek. And Cody and me used to work at the same bike shop. Cody let me off work early to get to this race so I could set up. And he told me, eh, I'm probably not going to make it. So in my head, I'm like, oh, cool. I get to win it today because Cody's not here. <laughs> so I go, we start the race, we're going and finish, you know, the swim, finish the bike. I come off the bike in the lead and I'm like, okay, cool. I, I know that I'm, I'm in place. And my friends are there saying like, Cody's catching you. And in my head, I'm like, what the heck? Like, how is Cody racing this? Cody catches me at the finish line with about a hundred meters left and wins. <laughs> I hear at the end, he showed up, he's running with his wetsuit, putting it on as the race is starting He's running with his bike while putting his wetsuit on, throws his bike into transition, starts the race probably two minutes late, putting on his wetsuit, which didn't even get all the way on before he started the swim, (laughs) runs down the entire swim course, like basically comes out like fifth out of the water starting two minutes late, and then hammers the bike, hammers the run and catches me at the very end. (laughs) So that was like a very funny story for him because he said he decided he couldn't let me win that race. So <laughs> that was it. You ever been in an Ironman race where the wet strip strippers strip a little too much off? Uh, <laughs> I have seen that, yes. <laughs> <Too> dangerous, yeah. <laughs> Those are, that that job has got to be the least enviable job ever. That is. I think people fun. like it. I think people think are so? like, I'm going to be one of the strippers. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. Have you used it? I've, I've never used no. a stripper before. No, no, I don't think you want to. I don't even know what you guys are talking so, about. So, oh yeah, yeah, we should we should backpedal that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you know, as you come out of the water, in most triathlons, you just go through transition. You take your own wetsuit off. But I think um, some of the big races, like Ironman, they have like a team of people, like just volunteers. And if you want them to, they will help you take your wetsuit off. That's and legal. So, That's, yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah. legal. Yeah. And so um, a lot of times, what they'll you'll see people do is like they'll start to take it off, and then they'll just be like lay down, and then they'll pull it off your legs. You know, like it's, you just sit down. Yeah, and they'll pull it's it right hardest off. to get the wetsuit off your legs. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but with that you know who knows what's coming off Sometimes right so yeah. shorts come with them. If, it's, if it's comes, fast yeah. enough yeah yep, yep. this Uh-oh. is why you wear the one piece yeah one, piece, <laughs> one pieces are good yep for sure yeah i gotta keep that dingling uh yes yeah. exactly. put away <laughs> comfortably <laughs> into the pants yeah, yeah i feel like i'm but, yeah. but in the triathlon world like i know it's just happen. nobody cares yeah. i mean there's like there's, I saw a guy. There's nudity in transition. I saw, it's just going to happen, right? Yeah. I saw a guy in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was doing a half a half Ironman out there. He was, <laughs> he was peeing while running, and not like I do, where it's yeah. like you're continuously running while doing it. He was side shuffling, 
Yeah. With his out on the pants, and they're just spectators, <laughs> just there. Oh, no. I mean, just like just... this is just people are there, oh, and yeah. he's just. No. I don't even know why he went off to the side of the road at that point. You might as well just like do it right in the middle <laughs> right. of the road if you're gonna. Do it. <laughs> I almost wanted to like give him a round of applause. I'm like, hey, good for you. That's I, so takes a lot of. I think my first you get arrested race. for that. So. <laughs> So, okay, so there was, a, I was talking to some people online and they were kind of like, what do you think, pee on, you know, pee or do you stop and go to the porta potties? Oh, and like everyone was like, in the in the discussion was like, no, stop and go to the porta potty. It's only going to cost you a little bit of time. Like, no. does it really matter? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you're going to spend like two grand on your aero bike or whatever yeah, it, it is, like, then you're going to, you should probably pee in like, you know, five minutes, right? Like, that's the same amount of time that you gain from, you know, a fancy helmet or a fancy bike, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so yeah, so I'm in the pee on the bike, you know, whatever that party is. There's a small group of us, believe it. <laughs> I'm completely but, in that party But with my you. first Ironman race, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, pee on the bike, blah, 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 no big deal. Like, you can do it on the downhills and stuff and it's not a problem. You know, try not to have... On try, the downhills. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. if you do it on... You're not doing it on the uphill. That's or you're, true. You're going to come to a stop. That's true. But, uh, but yeah, so... But then, like, you got on the run and I guess I was nice and hydrated. Uh, I, I remember basically like having to pee or whatever like that, but like running and this is like late in the race where you're really losing control of all bodily like function. (laughs) And I remember like going up and like basically getting like a drink or something from like one of the, you know, like volunteers and like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) I am starting to pee. Like, and like just (laughs) as... It's so no. bad. I should not uh, admit to this, but I, I just like turned around and took like as many steps away as possible. And it was just like gushing from my pants. <laughs> yep. Like I, I had obviously. It's had, amazing how much fluid you like yeah. don't even realize. Is and in and, you and you're point. like, uh, it was just so bad. But I don't think that they, I like to think that they didn't notice. Probably. Didn't. Oh, they a hundred percent noticed. Come I don't, on. I don't think so. I, I think they would have laughed at me. Because it was bad. And also, like, they're so busy with, like, handing drinks to people and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, I was walking away and I was gushing. (laughs) And I was like, this is not an ideal time. No. (laughs) But I wouldn't want it any other way. It's got (laughs) to... I think I've... I've I've gotten pretty good at peeing while running yeah. on during the seventy three. It, it usually happens once a race. It's usually around mile eight or nine. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen too pretty much. Pretty consistently on the, on the bike, it happens. Yeah. So. Have you ever peed on a bike ride, Lance, or a bike race? He's while on the bike, well, not in a triathlon. N- no, no, it's no. triathlon. It's oh, triathlon. I've it's got it. So this is just I've got a very funny story now. <laughs> I've got and so. I will, and I have done it once. <laughs> In a triathlon, just once. Really? Yeah. Okay. You finally yeah. admit to it. I feel like we've had the discussion before, yes. and you're like, I don't no think comment. he's admitted to this. Yeah. No, it was no comment before. I I, I, I ruined a pair of shoes that were thrown out. That's right. Of it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You tell that story. The, yeah. The key is like, <laughs> oh, wash I wash those shoes. Wash right the after. shoes immediately. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. socks yeah. tossed. Socks yeah. are garbage. Yeah. So I had um, a French buddy. I think I've mentioned on this before, who went to Ohio Northern with me, raced on uh, my team uh, in Ohio. He was a cat two French cyclist, so very, very strong rider. And American races to him were kind of a joke. So he did a two, three race with us, I think. And we start the race. And he always had this thing at the beginning of every single ride. I rode with this guy every single day of the week for basically the two last years. I, I was an Ada. Every single beginning of the ride, he would stop the pee. And he would do it in anywhere. Did not matter. He had no shame. That guy would, we would be in the one town center in Ada. And I'm saying this, this is a one stoplight town and he would decide to do it at that stoplight. Like we, he could wait 30 seconds and we are in cornfields and he's going to do it right there. He does yeah, not care. Go right now. So we roll out for this race starts on a climb and he goes to the front of the field real quick 
and announces that he has to pee so everybody slow down, rolls to the back, pulls off the side, pees, and then accelerates back up. <laughs> and the race director comes, like, or the one of the motos comes up next to him and was like, you can't do that. And he just doesn't care and just gets back and forth, gets in this like verbal spat with the guy. He's like, I'm going to pee wherever I want <laughs> and just keeps on riding oh, up with geez. us. And the finish like second that day too, I think. Oh my wow. goodness. And you guys give me crap for always having to pee 30 minutes into the he, ride. Huh? He was he was that same guy, Jake. Like it was like as soon as he rides by, I was like, all right, time I'll, to go. I'll have to I, perfect that summit one yeah. of these days. I think in triathlon, you're not really allowed to just pee where. I mean, like I think that that There's you really, be some yeah, you really can't. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking like you really can't get DQ'd for... And yeah. uh, the you race promoters can lose their permit yep. if, that, if yeah. you get caught. Yeah. Yeah. No, if I'm just peeing and running. But I feel like if you're, okay? <laughs> I almost feel like if it's, if it's on the bike, can you really get in trouble for that? I don't know. Whatever. They'd have to catch you. You guys well, ever pulled at Dumoulin? Oh, I know oh. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Dumoulin. I actually, uh, my, my buddy Florian, we, we practiced that together and got pretty good at it. So yeah. Running behind the bushes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Timing. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to Dumoulin. Was um, it the Vuelta or something like that? No, I think it was the tour. Was it the tour? I'm not sure if that was the. Ooh, that's going to be on airs and emissions. Mm. It I was one of the to, big races, and all it of was a sudden, grand tour. Yeah. he he couldn't hold it anymore. He had to go number two. Oh, and all on video and everything. Like the, the race was like <laughs> underway, <laughs> and he stops. He gets off and runs behind a bush, and like you know, he and was, he drops. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you, have, you have to take your jersey off. Did he yeah. have to take? He took his jersey off so he could drop it. That's a complicated Bidious process course. in the cycling world. That's <laughs> yeah, a very gosh. complicated process. That's tough. What was that old uh, movie? Was it Friday with Ice T or Ice Cube? Uh, yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Smokey. Yep. <laughs> you yes. Smoke pushes up there, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, and running is just a serious problem. I mean, oh, I think God. any yeah. of our any gastric of our listeners distress. that are at gastric distress. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, you have the best runners in the world and they are doing, you know, whatever it is, you know, the New York marathon and Paula Radcliffe, Paula Radcliffe constantly had that problem in, in, in the think. gutter. Yeah. Lane Flanagan. There, but like in the it gutter. goes, it goes way, it goes beyond her. There's like Greta, uh, was Greta Wells or something? What was her name? Um, she was, you know, like a five time New York city champion. I mean, like there's just tons of elite athletes that have just had constant bowel problems. Yeah. So, it, I think it's worse in running than biking, for sure. Oh, Definitely yeah. worse in yeah. running. Oh, yeah, impression. absolutely. So, you, I mean, you always see those terrible photos of, like, the guy towards the end of the finish. He's running to the finish line. There's all <laughs> yeah. down his legs. The evidence is yeah. all over yeah. him, yeah. yeah. I just feel bad. Like, I don't make – like, I just feel bad for those people because, like, everybody's yeah. – but like, if you haven't experienced that, then – It's tough times. So. You're not – yeah. Yeah, that's – This is taking an evil turn. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be fun. Dial podcast poop talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're going to rebrand this section, the uh, the one and two talk, yeah. <laughs> oh, that almost half reminds me of down at training camp again, the yeah. undercooked steel-cut oats. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was riding in the back that day. But anyway. Uh, Moving on. Any more funny stories, fellas, that don't involve poop? No, that's all my funny stories. I'm sorry. I've got don't, pooped out. Don't mistake your icy hot for chamois cream. Oh yeah. Oh, I think don't do that. That's you, not chamois. Did you tell butter. that before? I think I think when we had our chamois cream talk, you mentioned. Did you? Did that really happen? No, I, oh, it did. I'm okay, just, good. I'm giving advice at this point. Dear Lord, that could be bad. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. All right. Let's talk about some new tech that's out there in the cycling and triathlon world that you guys might be interested or excited about, and um, why. Let's run around the table. Matt, you well, look like you're queued up and ready to go. Sure. No, I mean, there's always, you know, tech tech guy, nerd nerd stuff. Mm -hmm. No, I, I feel like 
we just had an interbike. There's tons of like good cycling stuff out there. But I think it was either, t- no, it was yesterday. I just saw this, um, this, I don't know, Instagram post and it was, uh, a water bottle, but the, um, spout had like an angle to it. So it angled back towards, you know, so basically upside down. So you'd use your water bottle upside down and it looked fantastic. So I'm definitely going to pick one up. I think it's, um, a Kickstarter project and it's called, I like that idea. Yeah. It's called speed sip. Uh, and you guys can look it up if you're interested, but anyway, so like if you're leaning over and you're tucked or whatever mm-hmm. in aero position, then, um, as opposed to like sitting up in right now on the podcast, you guys can't see this, but I'm leaning my head back, <laughs> right? Leaning your head back to drink your water. You know, you can stay a little bit lower and you can basically just bring the bottle that up to your so mouth much and more squeeze. Sense for so, the aero position and too. it's a pretty, yeah. s- it looks like a pretty simple product where the spout just has like a little bit of a triangle piece to it where the water's going the opposite direction as opposed to up on the water bottle it's it's going back down so you use the water bottle upside down basically so yeah so yeah it's super simple i don't know if it's techie but it's uh something i saw and i went ahead and ordered the on the kickstarter you know project or whatever it is and i will let you guys know if it's any good how soon before they're uh, released I don't know. I mean, you know, with this Kickstarter projects, it just released onto Kickstarter. So they have to be funded fully typically or gotcha. else they don't make it. Yeah. So it, could be, it could be six months or a or, year. or never. Or right. Never. Yeah. So, yeah. So you only pay for it if it gets fully funded and then um, and that would be the case. And so, yeah, so I'll be in touch with them and just let you guys know if it ends up being a real product and if it's good. Because, you know, theoretically, you could take the water bottle top and put it on any of your water bottles, which is nice. Um, but then my only other question mark would be like in a triathlon, you know, you'll often like toss bottles, which is nice. Right. And so if you're paying a little bit more for something, you, you, you know, then it's not disposable all of a sudden. So can you just unscrew the top and throw it in your back pocket? Or do you not have a pocket back there? Uh, depends on your suit. Usually so. you're not going to have a big enough pocket for a bottle. You, you could maybe make it squeeze, but that's but, my nutrition slot usually. Yeah. Is in the back of the or, well, you know, but just all you would just need the would top. be the top would yeah. be the top. Oh, just the top. So yeah. you, you yeah, could make it work. There'd be space um, for that. Yeah. Or you could put it in, you could tuck it in your, um, leg, you know, yeah. piece there. I just, I don't know. But you know, and, and if the price isn't that bad, then, you know, in a big Ironman race, you lose one. It's not as big a deal. So mm-hmm. we'll just, I don't know. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Sweet. Evan. Like Tech-wise right now, honestly, I'm just figuring out my uh, CompuTrainer because I've never been on a CompuTrainer before. So kicker? Yeah. By, by yeah, com- kicker. I CompuTrainer? Love it. Trainer, or is it like a Wahoo Kicker K- Core? Wa- Wa- Wahoo Kicker. Or the regular. Yeah. Okay, the Wahoo Kicker. And, and you have the 2017 model? I think it was the 2017. Yeah. Was Jake? Yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. Cool. I love it. It's great. I yep. mean, I, I'm probably going to... I was deciding between a couple. I'm probably going to switch in between uh, Sufferfest and Zwift. Are the two I like just because I like the guys from Sufferfest. I met them at Interbike and they're an awesome group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zwift's cool too, though, just because a lot of the team does Zwift. Yep. But definitely for like specific training purposes, probably once the spring comes around, I'm going to yeah. do, do some Sufferfest stuff. The other big one would be Trainer Road. And yep. I think that they do some really cool stuff. Um, they're just, they keep adding features to their product. I haven't really been using it as much because as soon as Zwift had workouts, it was kind of like, okay, I only need like one set mm-hmm. of workouts, but, um, but trainer road would be another one. How do the Zwift check out. workouts work? The, they're similar where you can either set your, um, smart trainer to like erg mode, or you can, um, basically set it to, to normal mode and you mm-hmm. push the power to specific, um, details and you can choose your workout. Uh, based and they have like a whole set of workouts and then they also have like training plans which is kind of new which jake you're doing yeah right? yeah you, you they have a myriad of different like workouts that you can choose mm-hmm. or like full like like package like a whole like you know 8 10 12 
week series that you can follow, but, yeah. um, and, and some of them are really good and you can actually go in there and, and alter them to your, your needs. Right. Or okay. you can just build your own from scratch, and it really doesn't take very long. It's pretty simple to set up. Yeah. You can set up all of the parameters there, and then it saves it in your, your profile, so you can always go back and right. use them. So That's cool. I need to, yeah. I need to explore that and there are this some, week. There are some file formats that you can use to upload. Like You could take like a ride that Lance and I did and be like, I'm going to do that as a Zwift workout, and you could upload that, and then you would have to hit the... You theoretically could have your workout be what you guys had done. So you can do some different things like that, or you can have other rides like you can take an Ironman ride or something like that and plug mm-hmm. it into Zwift yeah. so there's some cool things with um, with different file formats that you can use to upload rides and yeah. upload workouts and I'm pretty sure like if you're following like say like a Training Peaks program and you use mm-hmm. Training Peaks you can like in, or even if you have a coach that's you know designing programs for you and yep. they're putting it into Training Peaks you can take that kind of like Matt just said and Very upload cool. it into Zwift and you're basically riding in Zwiftland with other people and you're following an exact workout and that erg mode there is pretty spectacular because you're just as long you as you power, yeah, as long as you're turning the pedals you're you're following it to a T until yeah. you can't turn the pedals yeah. which yeah. is where I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what what happens when you die off does it just like shut the workout off or do you just cancel the ride it's like that that workout I was talking about earlier like one of the one of the warm up sections was like I don't remember 6 by 1 minute at 600 watts or something like that and I was like couldn't i couldn't turn my pedals at one point i was like oh man that's not good (laughs) i don't have the i I really just don't have a lot of watts it's a sad sad state over what's up with that what's up that was oh god i I, we we were talking about this with and you guys all here know dustin obviously you know cat cow and track guy so you know he puts out a lot of watts like a lot more than i'm capable of and there are just some scenarios we get into where he'll tell me what watts he just hit on some climb I'm like, holy, like, good God, how do you, like, there? I have no response to that sort of stuff. Like, the Lance and Dustin's over, and I have zero response to that yeah. sort of power output. <laughs> it's like, it's give me tough. give me a 10-minute yeah. steep climb, and I'll be fine. Give me right. a 30-second punch, and no, there's no chance I'm hanging on. <laughs> yeah. I've got to have a steady section to hold on there. That's, yeah. I just got a, um, a power meter for my cross bike. Yeah. And in, uh, in one of the races, I, I hit 2,200 watts. Oh my God! In, in some some section, it's it was so probably for seconds. You know, yeah, we're talking one to two seconds. But I did twenty two hundred watts in some section on one of those races. Good God! That means when I'm doing my nice solid biking, I'm ten percent. <laughs> That's probably twice my two second power. I know. It's so I bet my end game two second power is probably half of that. Yeah. So it's tough. Well, it's tough sitting at this table. Yeah, it's it tough. is. It's very it tough. Is. It's very tough. It is. So. Lance, uh, I, I don't have a whole lot to share for new tech. I mean, the, the latest <coughs> thing that I've been excited about is the uh, the headlight that connects to the the Garmin 1030. Yep. It's like a smart headlight. What's, yep. what's it called? It's the UT something or other. Yeah, I don't know. But it's cool where the faster you go, the brighter it gets. Oh, okay. And as you come to up to a stop sign it, it slowly dims down until it's almost off until you start going again so you save that's smart battery that's really smart and, it, and it's yeah. smart too with respect to the the sun and going down and i believe it will turn on or get brighter as it gets darker yes so it's got some pretty cool little yeah. features to it that's and then cool. and then you said that you got a new power meter so yeah, I got. I just got a stages power meter for my uh, cross bike. So mm-hmm. is that a it's left a crank, only left only left crank only arm? Crank arm. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. So that's cool. I, I just I nice. wanted to I wanted to see what those watts were like because like oh, I'm yeah. putting out some big efforts and it's funny because you you look at the power data from those races and 
50 or 60% is zero yeah. because you're, you're turning, cornering yeah. or turning or off your bike carrying it. And then you have these 1,800, spikes, yeah. 2,000 watt spikes. Yeah. What does your normalized power come out to in one of those like races, though? Be interesting. They're like 290. No, I mean, that's yeah. pretty high normalized power yeah. still, yeah. So, so well, I guess I there. guess for what a forty-five minute race, that's for not too high though. Race, yeah, when half of it's zero, you know. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're in the reps at five hundred basically. So. Yeah. So yeah, you whenever you're on the gas, I'm pushing five Something or ridiculous. six hundred yeah. watts. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I need to get dialed, connected with GoPro because I want to play with their new hero that just came out. Have you guys seen that? It looks good. Uh, so I, I watched DC Rainmaker. Um, okay. If you don't know him, he mm-hmm. does a lot of review-based stuff. But he did a review on the, the new Hero 7. seven? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's got a live streaming feature on it that I thought was super cool. Oh. So you could be out on a ride, and I'm at home living vicariously through all y'all. Totally. <laughs> you oh, could have your, cool. You could have your, your, your GoPro running, or you could be in a race situation just have it in the front like say like doing pir or something like that and i could be watching it live on youtube or facebook so or you can really? have that up yes. while you're on the trainer oh yeah. we need to do a group ride and we need to bring oh, jake cool. along yeah we need to get so that. i thought yeah. that that was super cool it just connects to your phone and as long as you've got good connection with the, your you know lt mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you're using um you can do some live streaming i thought that that was the neatest thing and then it will actually save the video on uh facebook and and um youtube you youtube can. sorry and it'll uh, save it on the the card too so you you pretty much get to play with your your stuff later on your your video but while you're doing it people can watch what you got going on so how awesome would that be to have it on a cross race yeah and see you just going nuts in the mud and you know passing people and saying bam and all that stuff there's so with that product there's like there's some interesting other things with it there's um it, it does 4k and it does um some high speed stuff i think 240 frames per second it has some really nice features but um, one of the new features is this um stabilization piece uh which makes your footage a lot less shaky i just really think that that gopro 7 is a, a smart purchase it yeah. seems like a really good option what are they running do you know i didn't look at the price tag. i, I just watched the review i think it's like 340 bucks so it's pricey but it's not terrible though given what no, you're getting that I mean, bad i think it's a good i think it's a good option i think you know i'm obviously we're into camera stuff sure. and yeah. i think you know it's not going to be a great camera but it's good enough yeah you're more versed in the, the gopro land than i am how long does a battery last for when you're you know recording on, on um, those rides? well it, it all depends on what's the limiting you factor use. i think yeah. that's the limiting factor yeah the gopros is the so i didn't life. make it through our ride lance and i think we biked for two hours yeah. So I bet um, on their next like couple of years miles, that'll be something they improve on. It's hard. Lithium ion batteries are just, you know, I don't, you know, it's battery technology is such an interesting thing where it's like they, you know, in our cell phones, it seems like they're going longer, but they're really just putting bigger batteries in there. And so with a GoPro where you're pretty much stuck with that size, you know, I don't think we're going to see huge improvements with battery stuff mm-hmm. um, unless they start adding bulk. Uh, but what you can do is bring multiple batteries and swap them out. Yeah. You know, if you're willing to do that, I, I know you're in your cyclocross race. You're probably gonna not gonna want to stop and swap no. batteries. No, but your cyclocross race is also forty minutes, forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you can get You'd the whole fine. race for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's tough for road races though, because you're really. I mean, if yeah, you're doing hours, a yeah. seventy some mile road race, yeah. Yeah, not gonna last. But yeah, that, that just turn on halfway still, through. I, I wonder if it eats the same. Well, I guess it's still recording. And it's gonna probably eat the battery just the same if you're live streaming. As a matter of um, fact, it might even. I, I, be, be I, worse. I would be worse because yeah. if you're connected to your phone, then you're talking about either Bluetooth, Bluetooth connectivity. Yeah. yeah, so that would be yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, you can get what thousand fifteen hundred miles out of a Di two battery. 
I know. Yeah. <laughs> but right. we, we can't but, get more than an hour out of yeah. our GoPro. But <laughs> well, and just, uh, you know, I think a lot of that is like when, you know, when you're shifting, it's just like this brief little, you know, motorized yeah. activity. Yeah, and it can basically shut off during that. And then the rest of the yeah. time it's off. And then on a GoPro, when it's recording, that battery's constantly going. Yeah. So then yeah. they try to do things like turn off the screen and things like that to try to conserve battery. But yeah. it's tough. Maybe I the think boys I'm, over at Tesla will come up with something cool that'll last a long, yeah. long yeah. time. More batteries. Yeah. I think I, I think that GoPro if, 7 is something I'll have to pick up at some point. I think it's fun. Yeah. I think it'd be good. Anything else, guys? No? That's pretty good nope. on tech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know if you guys are into this or not, but Garmin, they're, they have their music watches now that you can listen to. Oh. They mm-hmm. finally yeah. uh, cooked up a deal with Spotify, so you can get Spotify on that now. I saw I, that. I, I use Spotify all the time, and I saw that, and I thought it was great, and then I went and looked, and it, it's not applicable to the watch that I have yet. It's on their Phoenix 5, but it'll slowly start coming out to some of the other um, music oh. watches. So the was yeah. it the 645 and the Vivo Active 3. Okay. I don't know if yours has the, the capacity. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's a software update coming up. I or know. Firmware update. Do you have a Phoenix 5, Matt? No, this is the um, Garmin 935. Oh, okay. And my, I mean, a lot of the, it's a lot of the same functionality as the Phoenix 5. So it's possible, but I feel like it's the newer watches, like the new Vivo Active and things like that, that have mm-hmm. the music enabled stuff. Yeah. But so kind of looking forward to that. I know that Matt's really keen on us, you know, listening to music while we're out on our bike rides wearing yes. headphones. No, so we'll no, make sure to. Not. Yeah. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> oh wait, I'm off on that. Safety first. Safety Dan over here. Safety uh-huh. Dan. Safety and Dan. then I think one other thing that I'm pretty stoked about and excited about is the TT bike that I have on order from BMC what? that should be here pretty yeah. soon. What? Fingers crossed. That's gonna have drum roll, please. Disc brakes. Yeah. Um, oh wow. And that was the reason why I didn't buy the one last year because I wanted to have all of my wheels be the same. Yep. Disc braked and interchangeable. So. Kind of excited that about that. That is awesome. I know it's not new technology, but on TT bikes, it's it is definitely just now technology. kind of breaking in, and I thought that was a pretty and, cool thing. And so this week is Kona week, basically. Um, you have all the vendors and things like that in Kona. That'll be interesting there, to see who's on disc. There will be, um, I bet you, a few bike announcements. Yeah. And I'm guessing all, I think all the new triathlon bikes are going to be disc, basically. You think so? Yep. yep. I know, I know. I'm not saying that. So, in a TT bike, you know, for one, like having your wheels match back and forth is super nice to be able to swap out wheels. Uh, And for another, like, there's there's always that question of like, well, you don't really need to have like this amazing braking stopping power if you're on a TT bike. A lot of those TT races are just flat, and you're not using the brakes a lot. Um, But I think for travel, why would you need that in Kona? You're on you're on a highway that goes straight for 50 miles. Yeah, (laughs) but if you're if you're training on that bike, that's true. That's true. And and not every Ironman race is Kona, right? Like, you know, we're talking about doing Canada. Yeah, Whistler, not a bad idea. Hills, got some Mm -hmm. turns and things like that. I don't know. I I think it's I think it's a good thing to have. I don't. I mean, they have done like aerodynamic studies, and in certain yaw angles, they can tell they can pick up the disc brake, so it's a touch slower. But but eh. Stopping. Safety first there, Safety Dan. Safety Dan. Stopping is good. Safety no, I would, third. <laughs> I, I would definitely consider a disc brake TT bike if I was in the market. I just, I don't know. So the wheel thing is a big I'll thing. Stay with yeah. I'll stay with Ronan yeah. for now. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just go off on one more thing. I, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the e-bike market. But they've come such a yes. far way in just the last couple of years. And just going back and looking at some of the offerings out there, like when you're looking at some of these commuter bikes and some of the mountain bikes, they almost you it's almost like hard to tell that it's actually an e-bike. And I, I, mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. And I love the fact that they're getting, you know, 70, 80 miles out of a charge. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
which is nuts. And then these bikes are, they're looking more closely related to their, um, their, their non-electric brothers and sisters. It's, it's a cool thing to have. And, and for yeah. me, you know, just to think that maybe I could put my wife on one and, you know, have her go on a mountain bike ride with me and then we're not going to have that that constant back and forth like you're going too fast or you're going too slow well that's the great equalizer that's there, a so. good point with e-bikes yeah and they they were all over interbike all they had an entire section just for e-bikes there it was are a the, whole section of interbike yeah. are the prices yeah. coming down at all because that's eh, they're, no. they're, they're expensive they're they still are. a little on they the pricey are. side but um you know when you're talking about like all of the R&D that's gone into those, I know that they need to make that up. But I'm sure over the next like three to five years, you'll see them come way down in price. Um, you're also going to have all of your peers out there yelling that that's not a bike and you shouldn't get that. But yeah. it's got some pretty cool applications. And if, you know, if I were like a commuter or whatnot, I think that that'd be a fantastic option. You know, oh, yeah. Because you can always turn off the e-component of it. And if it's mm-hmm. not terribly heavy, which a lot of these bikes are coming down in their weight, then you can ride it as a regular bike. Or if you need to not sweat so much, Lance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. on your commutes to work that you don't have, <laughs> um, you could, you know, kick that on and still have fun riding your bike. And there there was a group at Interbike that had a rear uh, hub yeah. e-bike. Mm-hmm. So I, so I, I mean, obviously probably a lot less heavy too yeah and i think it was much more affordable obviously than than an e-bike so yeah. probably just less range and stuff like that but, yeah but whatever yeah. I'd, still, I'd imagine the battery be a little bit less but yeah. usually with those you lose a lot of the power transfer so if you're say you know yeah. it's a 500 watt motor you're probably only getting like 250 to 300 watts mm-hmm. to the actual wheel and then it's gonna you know basically drop the battery quite a bit more so yeah it's okay just set it at 300 yeah. and just cruise along <laughs> <laughs> anyway i just think that, that the advent of e-bikes years ago was pretty cool but it's neat to see them kind of come of age where they're they're becoming more looking like a bike and very practical and i'd love to mm-hmm. see more people you know ditch the car and and you know commute go, that'd be go, great you know ride your bike to the grocery store ride your bike to work because um, it doesn't take that much longer and you get a workout you'd be happy and you'll have a better appreciation for us road cyclists out there on the road mm-hmm. fun <laughs> yeah all right any more tech guys nope good bueller 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, let us do one last thing. Lance, one last thing us. Uh, shout out to a teammate um, from this weekend's race, um, the, the cyclocross race. It was super muddy, and um, I finished my race. I came back to the team tent. I threw my bike on the team rack, and then I went back out to watch the elites race. And when I came back, a teammate had cleaned my bike for me. Whoa. Whoa. That's nice. Stefan, <laughs> Stefan first had oh. cleaned my bike for me. Oh, big so shout out. Yeah. Way to go, so way to go Steph. Thank That's you. a pay it forward move right <laughs> there like, in the cycling world. I showed up to like grab my bike because I was going to go wash it because yeah. there's a hose section. And I'm like, did somebody clean my bike? And Stefan's like, yeah, I did. I didn't know whose bike it was. I just cleaned it because it was really, really dirty. Nice. <laughs> Wow. Good person. Yeah. He's one of the nicest awesome people you'll meet. He's anyway. so giving and helpful and just a good guy. So that was cool. Right on. There nice. you go. When in races, dialed cycling and being nice. Look at that. There you go. We're taking the a-holery out of cycling. <laughs> nice. Evan, one last thing. I'm going to save all my one last thing because it's just going to be 100% triathlon Kona based. Kona. We have okay. next weekend coming up, the race, Kona, world championship, yes. full Ironman. Yes. Lots to talk about. Yeah. Boom. One yeah, one last thing for me is definitely like I posted some videos to YouTube recently and uh one that I am going to try to get out as soon as possible will be my um my predictions for Kona, the top three men, top three 
women. Hopefully you pick what I don't pick so I can just like tear you apart. Well, we can be like yeah. competitive on we, that. Yeah. We need to, yeah, we need to discuss. We yes. will try to discuss those. Yes. There will be discussion. Matt, remind us one more time what your YouTube channel is. If you go to youtube.com slash M Legrand, M L E G R A N D, then you will find my channel and there are videos on there that deal with swimming, running, a little bit of biking. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of biking. Your channel's growing, man. You've got Super quite great. a few videos on there. Do you know it's off the awesome. top of your head how many you have posted now? Um, 30-something, yeah, which is good. Because I always told myself, I was like, I'm not very good at making these videos. But I think if I put enough out there that I'll get there. And my thought process was like, maybe if I get to like 50 videos that they'll start to be good or decent, you know? <laughs> and, um, and I still, you know, I still, still hate all of them, but they're, you know, there are little pieces <laughs> of like glimmers of hope in there and I'm, I'm working on it. So we'll have, we'll, we'll, we'll have some fun ones coming up this year. I think, yeah, I, I think our week in Whistler where you can oh definitely get some awesome videos up there. Yeah. We, there's yeah. so much stuff that I have I've like, you know, I've like notebooks full of ideas of things that I want to get done and stuff and so many cool people to chat with and stuff like that you know as far as making videos so some good good stuff don't undersell that Matt those are videos are solid I like <laughs> them are, a lot they're so. very cool they are good <laughs> stuff look for more yeah look for more coming your way all right my one last thing our podcast can now be found on Spotify oh yeah yeah oh, so nice. just just poured it over over the weekend um <laughs> but I did go in there and check we're there and it's it has two episodes. It's got our first episode and our the number twenty nine, and then the twenty ninth episode is actually the audio from our second episode. So I'm not quite sure what happened there. I have a a, a ticket <laughs> in on it, so check it out. But um, yeah, just be patient. We'll get it all up there and get it all sorted out here pretty soon. But at the end of the day, you can still find our podcast on Spotify, and then we will put that up on all of our social media stuff and up on our website, so that you guys can click through to that and save us there if you use the Spotify's. Kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, moving forward, we have a couple things coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, we've got uh, um, an interview that Lance did with Matt Lieto, and that should be posted up here probably um, this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we've got uh, a special guest. Uh, we've got Chuck Keenan from uh, Obra. He's the executive director who's going to join us in studio next week, which is kind of cool. And then we've got an episode with a bunch of our juniors. We're going to come in here and let the kids kind of take over. So that should be kind of yeah, fun. That's going to be awesome. That'll be fun. Yep. That's yeah. coming up in two weeks from now. So that should nice. be a, a good time. So, mm -hmm. all right, fellas, anything else? Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Hope you feel better, Matt. Evan, hope you feel better too. Lance, I'll be fine. Rest up, heal up for uh, Cross Crusade number three this coming weekend, right? Golden Boy out. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Boy v. Whitestone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go check us out at uh, Dial Podcast on Facebook, at Dial Podcast on Instagram, and go to iTunes and give us reviews. We love those, and it helps us trend um, positively, and it gets us higher up on the charts so more people can hear us, so we can bring you more shows. Good stuff, right? It's not mm -hmm. one good stuff for the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thank you.